If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Thursday, June 22nd. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I'm grateful for Google Sheets. We have been reorganizing both our business and personal finances, just trying to consolidate stuff. It's so tedious. Because we have, uh, you know, some bills that are, you know, we I think we do a pretty decent job of separating business and personal 90% of the Much time. Much better than we did yeah. three years ago. We have a separate, yeah. but like, like some expenses c- come out of, especially personal, like some come through PayPal, some come through debit, you know, direct out of the account, some come through credit card. And it would just be really great to consolidate all of those things so that everything personal is here and everything business is here. Yeah. Right. And, um, and then we're also doing the thing where we go through and we're eliminating subscriptions and stuff. I don't have it in front of me, but it actually makes me mad when I look at how much we pay for TV services. Well, cause that's where they, this must sound like my dad, but that's where they get you. I feel like we could probably get rid of direct TV cause we never watch TV live. That's so a, that's like, and that's expensive, right? The ones that drive you crazy that don't drive me crazy at all are like the four ninety nine for Hulu. We have discovery plus we have Disney plus we have Amazon prime, which by the way, Amazon Jeff Bezos is getting way too much of our money. That's $15 a month. That's so, I mean, Disney, I can justify because Ellie loves it. It's like her channel, whatever. But Amazon Prime, what did we download that for? Did we download it for- Jury duty. Yeah, jury duty. And that's it. And we'll never, I couldn't tell you five shows. And the problem that I have is, because every single one of those subscriptions we took on to watch one show, right? Mm -hmm. So I think you got Discovery Plus because you ran out of datelines on Netflix or something, Mm -hmm. right? So you get Discovery Plus. What happens is you watch whatever show or series you want to watch, which is fine. That's a fine expenditure. But then, I can't think of anything that's on the Amazon Prime thing that I would be interested in right now. I couldn't name another show besides Jury Duty, so cancel it. And and I went to go cancel it, and I couldn't figure out how, so it's going to take a little more effort. You mean you canceled it off the Roku? I tried to, and I couldn't. Well, I probably have to log in to. That's the. That's that's also how they get. That's you. how they get. That's you. also how they get you. Is they make you. They don't make it as easy to cancel. Remember, I said that months ago. Mm-hmm. There should be a law that says you need. You can't take more steps to cancel than you took to sign up. Yeah. If they're going to make it possible for you to sign up with two clicks, then you got to be able to cancel that easy with two clicks. Right. Looking at um, you, Jeff Bezos. But. No, Jeff Bezos is the one who's making it difficult. That's what I'm saying. We're looking at you. So you need to like make it easier for us. And uh, I thought you were calling me Jeff Bezos. And then, um, yeah, so that's just annoying. The fact that we have all of those subscriptions out there that we aren't currently using. Uh, But yeah, but I'm looking at all this now that I can see it all. um, Oh, and I have one more thing to say about that. Also, multiple things that almost everything that I have canceled that has popped up, um, we had a Zoom, you know, 
subscription or whatever, an annual thing, because every meeting was being done over Zoom, you know, during the pandemic, that we've probably only used three times in the past year. Yeah. The paid version. And they weren't over 40 minutes, which is like the cutoff for the free version. So I said, I'm going to cancel. And as you pointed out, there's Google Meet, which is totally free. Yeah. So I said, I'm going to cancel Zoom. It's 150 bucks a year, 200 bucks a year, something like that. We don't need that. So I went to cancel it. And then it pops up and says, are you sure you don't want to keep it for 60% off? Everyone. So if there's, even if there's- PSA to everyone. Yes. Threatening to cancel gets you a really good discount. So if you just want to get a discount on something, you call up your company and you call Comcast. You call call whoever. Don't even call. Well, sometimes they make you call. Oh. And say, hey, I need to cancel my service and they will offer you a deal. Yeah. And so take the deal. Now I didn't do it with Zoom because we don't need Zoom, but I may do it when we go through all the TV channels. I may do it with some that we want to keep. Just mm-hmm. call up and threaten to cancel. And then when they, if they offer the discount, take it. If they don't offer the discount, go, you know what? Actually, let me check with my wife on this. <laughs> I like it. Deferring to me. I just have to say something before we really get started. Do you know the smell of gas station bathrooms? It's like cinnamony kind of. Do you know that smell? Uh, no, but I wouldn't describe it as cinnamony. That's a fun, happy smell in a gas no, station. No, I hate cinnamon. Maybe that, but it's, there's like a cleaner that I relate in my like, you know, scent yeah. palette yeah. to gas stations and my microphone smells like that right now. And it's really making me gag. What? Oh yeah. Mine does too. Why? What is that? It's so gross. Take the foam off. Still kind of smells like that. That's probably, it's not as bad though. I wonder if, because we're recording again at the office, I wonder if whatever they clean the office with has that scent and it's a spray. I don't think so. We would be able to smell it. I have like a very no. tuned in sniffer right now. I know, but I'm wondering if they clean the surface with it and wipe it up so there's no lingering mm-hmm. smell because it'd be 12 hours between when they clean it and we get here, right? Yeah. But the mic foams would absorb it. I don't know, but oof, I hate that smell. But now you know what I'm talking about, right? That's the smell of gas station to, cleaner. To me, this smell is the vestibule of every grocery store during Thanksgiving and Christmas season. Yes. Those cinnamon brooms, mm-hmm. that's the smell. Kroger always puts them like yep. right when you walk in. So you get like a whiff of cinnamon. So for cinnamon, I like eating cinnamon. I don't enjoy the smell. I love it. So like, I, I don't like red hots. I don't like the cinnamon brooms. I don't like whatever. Love cinnamon rolls. You big, know, it's just- Big red gum? No, hate it. Mm. So gross. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for Ellie's independence. Her independence makes me a little bit sad. However, yesterday you know, I was making eggs. Do you know how many parents right now of older kids are saying, oh, you say that now? but wait till they're 13 and they leave the house for three days without ever calling. Yeah, I I don't look forward to that. But um, I finished a carton of eggs and just little things in life. Like, hey, Ellie, will you toss this in the trash for me? Okay. And then, you know, we were sitting on the couch a couple days ago and we heard Lily try to get up on the counter. And you said, Ellie, can you go check and see what Lily's doing on the counter? And she came, she went and saw Lily and then reported back exactly what Lily was doing. So there are perks to this. I thought when you were saying independence, I thought you were talking about when she just disappears into a different room and then we go to find her 
you know, to make sure she hasn't chopped off a finger or something. And she's sitting in the other room and she's built a castle with her tiles. She's wearing three of your baseball hats and a pair of sunglasses <laughs> Yep. and my shoes. Yeah. And she's done that all on her own for no reason. So cute. Yeah. Uh, we got to say hello to um, our new chief revenue officer that whose name we can say. Steve. 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 Steve Smith, actually. Steve Smith. He is, he sounds made up. I know. He? <laughs> hey, this is, meet our new CRO, Steve Smith. <laughs> Quote unquote. Yeah. We just made up a fake email address and Jeff and I are really doing it. Right. Um, no, Steve. Yeah. We talked to him. We can say his name. His dad, Al is a new upside listener, which I love. So hi to Al. And we're very excited to have Steve on board. I feel like I opened the floodgates on him yesterday because I was trying to get him caught up with things that I've been working on that I have no business being in, but I was trying to get more well-versed with how we do sales and how they operate in the language, which is not my strong suit. So I've been doing that for the past, what, six months, five months. And so I was handing just, everything off to him yesterday. You've, and you've I'm been probably- trying, You've been trying to learn it since you left CNN. Yeah. But your brain has never fully wrapped around it. The, no. same, the same way my brain will never wrap around math above basic algebra. Yeah, it just, I just, it's not my strong suit. It's, it confuses me. I've been doing it for six months and I still don't understand it. But I was handing everything, punting everything to him and it happened to be a day where lots of people were emailing me. So I'm like, hey, this is Steve. Hey, this is Steve. Hey, this is Steve. Like 75 times. He's probably like, oh my gosh, lady. I just started here. What yeah. are you doing to me? The funniest is Callie's brain. One, I think you, I think you're just tired and a little beat up from the, carrying the baby. Yeah. You know, I think it's, uh, it's taken a lot out of you. So whether or not, is pregnancy brain a real thing or not a real yes. thing? Yes. Is it a thing that we're allowed to say or are we not allowed to say it because. Yeah, we can say it. Oh, okay. I'm not offended. Um, so. I think the pregnancy brain thing is real. And there's some stuff that Callie was just looking at a spreadsheet and she couldn't, She it, it was so frustrating to her and to me because you couldn't make your brain understand how a basic to, spreadsheet, how to verbalize what you were looking at. Yeah. So there was a spreadsheet I was looking at. I was trying to email another one of our team members to say, Hey, look at this and look at A, B, and C. And I could not figure out how to read what was on the spreadsheet and tell her what I was looking at. And I just couldn't do it. I said, Jeff, I need you to come over here. I need you to sit next to me and dictate I need you to the dictate the email to me. And the email that we sent her, that I sent her from my account, it does. It still doesn't make sense to me. I just can't, my brain is not there. I feel bad for you. It's just not happening, but at least I can you know, acknowledge it and ask for help. Right. I will say also, before we finish talking about Steve, one of the things that I really admire about him is I think he really loves people and he gets excited by working with people. And that makes me really happy because I don't think that you and I have that same spark. Now that's funny because he said that one of the things that he's gotten better at that he wasn't great at was being a, an empathetic leader. He was a, a VP uh, at Sirius XM mm -hmm. up until earlier this year. And he said that was something uh, that he was working on. And I noticed the same thing. He enjoys, I th it's just, it was odd that he said that. 
Or maybe he, he enjoys. Did I hear that? Maybe I heard it wrong. No, I th- I heard the same thing. I, he, you know, and he said he's picked up tips from like mentors and other leaders that he's had that have inspired him. He just so fondly talks about the people that have worked for him and the people. It's just cool. He is so cool. And you can definitely tell that he's a seasoned leader and that we aren't. Right. So... Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I really admire him for that. Cause it can also be easy to come in and, you know, name drop left and right. And also be like, have kind of a negative bone in your body about your experiences. And he just doesn't have that negativity at yeah. all. He's yeah. such a great addition and I'm really inspired by him, by his attitude. I really want to learn a lot from him about leadership because he has been a leader yeah. for, for so long and a trained seasoned leader. And I think you and I could probably learn a lot from him because we have no formal training in that. And it's pretty clear that he does. I'm going to try to philosophize here for a moment. Is that a word? It is now. I want to, I read something that, that, that resonated and I'm going to try to summarize it using our own experiences. Okay. Okay. So it's, it's all about just taking action and not waiting for the perfect time. If you've listened to this show for a while, you've probably heard us talk about me, talk about something called Gitmo, G-E-T-M-O. Gitmo is good enough to move on. I use that philosophy a lot when talking about podcasts and podcasters because there's so many moving parts in creating a podcast that sometimes you just have to say Gitmo. This part of, of the podcast today is good enough to move on. Right. And it I, prevents as, analysis to paralysis. And as long as every single day I can be 1% better or with every single episode, I can be 1% better then that's, that's what I'm going to strive for. But I'm not going to try to, to, to make every single aspect of every single episode perfect with, without the benefit of having a full on production team and a staff and all that right. stuff. Right. Because mm-hmm. most, most podcasters, especially the ones we work with are, uh, somewhat independent with fairly small teams, right? Right. So there's never, so so this is an extension of that Gitmo. There's never a perfect time. There's never a perfect time to quit your job. There's never a perfect time to have a baby. There's never a perfect time to propose. There's never a time, perfect time to get married. There's never a perfect time to move out of state. There's never a perfect time to have that tough talk with your family member. There's never a perfect time to have the breakup conversation with the person you've been seeing or whatever. There's never a perfect time. Except in retrospect. Yes. If you think about most of the things that have happened in your life that have gotten you to someplace better or someplace good, when you talk to people about that and when you share your own story of that, more often than not, you say that happened at the perfect time. Mm-hmm. In retrospect, right. very rarely do you say, oh, yeah, well, this is, and I mean, it does happen. I'm not saying it never happens, but very rarely do you say, looking back on it, that was the worst possible time ever for me to lose my job. Right. But and, in the in the thick of it, you'll often say that. I mean, right. you'll this say, is, oh, this couldn't have come at a worse time. Right. And I said that about, you know, leaving CNN, like, this is really not a good time. We're doing the IVF stuff. I, this is insane. And I also don't think I would say this is a perfect time for us to have a baby. 
Right. This, right when I quit my job. That sounds like a great time for us to expand our family. I am sure that in three years, we will look back on this and say, oh, that was, that perfect. was perfect. That, that was happened. Absolutely perfect. Went away. I would even look back on that and say that right now. You would? Yes, just simply because um, some of the uh, financial adjustments that we've made and finding and, and having... Steve come on board is our partner in this and, and uh, looking ahead to the future and kind of changing our philosophy a little bit and going forward, none of that would have happened if you didn't quit your job. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. That's number one. Number two, I don't know if it would have happened the way it did had you been included in the layoffs. Right. That happened three months before you quit your job, mm-hmm. right? So in retrospect, when it was going on, I was mad. I'm like, how could they not include you in the layoffs? Like, why are you fighting for an appropriate, you know, exit package? Like, what, you know, what, what's going on here? This is ridiculous. But in retrospect, it all worked out exactly how it should. Right. Me losing my job. You know, I've talked about this in the, in the past, when I when I got fired from the last radio station I worked at, I felt a sense of relief walking out of there because it was it, at the time it was just a it was a tough situation. So I felt unburdened by it. But I think if you said, "Hey, are you glad?" It, in the moment, "Hey, are you glad it happened when it did?" I probably would have said, "You know what? Three more months would have been nice. Put some more money in right. the bank. Right. Whatever." But in retrospect, it happened exactly when it should have. Mm-hmm. And everything that played out, all the negativity that spilled out in the 30 days after that or, or, or whatever, all of that happened exactly as it should have. It was the same thing. Only with, in, in retrospect. In retrospect, we had, um, we had a house in South Carolina uh, that Jeff bought 15 years, 12, 15 years ago. And for years, it wasn't the right time to sell because of when he bought it. And I know how stressful that was for you. And all the time you're like, man, I wish I could just sell this house. I wish, you know, for financial reasons. I I was literally the last person and I'm using literally not as a, as a, you know, speech crutch, like, no, literally this happened. I was the actual last person to buy a home on the street that we lived on, new construction, before the real estate market tanked in, what was it, 2009? Yes. Yeah, so before that happened. So I paid more. Than anybody else on the street. Than anybody who bought a house there for the next eight years. Yeah. And so it, you couldn't or then didn't want to sell for a long time, but I know it was such a burden on you. And we got an offer on that house days before you got fired. Right. Like it was done. We moved out of there days before you got fired, having no idea. I got fired on a Thursday and it was the, and Saturday we went out and packed up the house because, and the person who bought it said it was just some rich dude from Pennsylvania and his daughter went to college near there and she wanted a lake house. So he bought it, no inspection, no cash offer. It was amazing. I want to, I want her to be in it by the end of the I want her to have access to it as soon as she gets done with school. So I had to be out by mid-May. And had that, you know, it just was now in retrospect, I think, what perfect timing. Right. 
it all worked out absolutely perfectly. Right. So just keep that in mind as you're going through something and you're saying, oh my gosh, this couldn't be the worst time. Or if you're trying to make a decision and you're focused on the fact that the timing is not right, know that when future you looks back at today you, they're going to think the timing couldn't have been any better. Little Spoon is a company that has been in our life since we've had an Ellie in our life. It's a one-stop shop for healthy, easy mealtime and snack time for your baby, toddler, and big kid delivered right to your door. It makes mealtime super easy, tasty, healthy, and it saves so much time. And I don't have to put any thought into it, which is honestly my favorite part. So they have lots of different things to choose from. Ellie started with the baby blends, which is fresh organic baby food from single ingredients. And she absolutely loved it. And then you can transition to biteables, which are like early finger food meals. And now we're in plates with Ellie, which are the toddler and big kid meals. They don't have any junk in them. She loves the hidden veggie mac and cheese. They also have like chicken nuggets, but they're all healthy with great ingredients. So you don't have to worry that they're full of junk and you can be proud of what you're giving your kids. Let's talk about the convenience. It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in your fridge and your freezer. You can pick the menu and change up what you order every time. Make this year's chaos a little more manageable with time-saving, delicious, and healthy meals and snacks your kids will love. Go to littlespoon.com upside30 and enter our code upside30 at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. That's L-I-T-T-L-E. S-P-O-O-N dot com slash upside 30 and enter our code upside 30 for 30% off at checkout. How great would it be to go back in time to when you got your very first paycheck and know exactly what to do with that? How much gets spent on fun stuff? How much goes in the bank for short-term emergency fund savings and how much gets invested for your future? If you are getting your very first paycheck this summer, you've got an opportunity to jumpstart an amazing, healthy financial journey. And parents, you can help your kids with this. When you sign up for Chime and link a qualifying direct deposit, you get access to benefits like getting paid up to two days early and fee-free overdraft up to $200. And with Chime, there are no monthly fees, no minimum balance requirements, and no deposit required to become a member. Sign up for your Chime checking account today to link your paycheck. It only takes about two minutes. Doesn't affect your credit score. So you get started right now at Chime.com slash upside. That's Chime.com slash upside. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services and debit card provided by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC, early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits do apply. See chime.com slash spot me, S-P-O-T-M-E. Amazon Prime Day has been announced. It's going to be, well, Prime Days um, will be take place on July 11th and July 12th. And I know people love this. Am I confused about this? Didn't it used to be a holiday thing? Didn't Amazon Prime Day used to happen in November, kind of around the post-Thanksgiving sales? I could not tell you because I am the one person on this earth that hates Amazon Prime Day. Why? Because it's so overwhelming. Like Uh, that is my only gripe with Amazon. Like it's hard to find things. It's hard to randomly go look for things. It's easy to find what you want when you know you want it. 
it's hard to go. Like, I don't know what I want on Amazon prime day. Right. And you know what it is? It's, you're so right about the Amazon. Like when Nordstrom has a sale, I can look through everything they have on sale and make my decisions. Amazon, it's just like this. There's too much stuff. There's There's too much stuff. There's countdown clocks. Oh, if you want this hot air popcorn maker for only $11, you got one hour and six minutes left. Yeah. I mean, I know that a lot of people spend money and obviously Amazon does it to generate a profit. But to me, it's like walk. Have you, you know, when you walk into like a thrift store or a TJ Maxx or a Marshall's and there's just racks of things yeah, and you're like instantly, there's a subset of people that is instantly overwhelmed by that. Right. That is me. And that is how I feel about Amazon Prime Day. That's why I struggle going to, um, like a Ross or a Marshalls, mm-hmm. um, because I can't. It to, to sorting through. It's the stuff's not organized enough for me that it causes me anxiety being in there. I'm shocked that I can get through that consignment sale. I love so much for the kids stuff, but I love it. Maybe yeah. that's yeah. I don't know why that doesn't stress me out. It really doesn't. I love it. Um, but everything else. Yeah. Totally stressful. But it is for those of you who love it. Prime day, July 11th and 12th. Maybe you have some stuff saved in your cart that you're like, ah, do I really need this? Not at this price. Maybe you'll see it go down. Can you do that? Can you start shopping now and just put a ton of stuff in your cart? Um, you could put it in your cart. You just have to be careful when you're ordering, like doing a buy now that you're not accidentally buying your whole cart. But you just hit save for later, right? Either save for later or heart, put a heart, do the little heart thing and then go look up your hearts. Ah, that's the way to do it. Yeah. But again, you have to know what you want. Yeah, that's it. Here's how you're going to, here's, here's how Amazon can make even more money. Get some of those virtual reality goggles and make the Amazon shopping experience the same as walking through Target. Yes. You know what I mean? They can, they push stuff toward the aisles. So if you are going to go shopping at Amazon, you got to put on the goggles and you got to walk. It happened to me the other day. I had to walk through Target to get to the dog food. And I didn't know where it was because they just remodeled our Target. So they had moved the pet food. Uh, and I ended up buying bubbles for Ellie. I got her three pairs of shoes because I had to walk by all that stuff. You're a Target sucker. All right, here are your three random things for today. A Florida woman, uh, she's in Tampa. Well, she's dead now, so she's not in Tampa anymore. She's in heaven. But before you she- You don't know her. Maybe not. Yeah, that's true. Uh, no. When you hear what she did, you'll realize she, okay. she's in heaven. Um, her name is Nancy. She lived to be 84, but then she uh, dropped dead. So she they opened up her will, and they saw that a substantial amount of her inheritance should go to her seven cats. Additionally, her $2.5 million house could not be sold until all cats living there naturally passed away. Oh, my God. So these cats are living in a $2.5 million house with a ton of money to support them. Um, this happened about five months ago and about a month ago, the Humane Society of Tampa got involved because cats shouldn't be left by themselves in a big house. So you would have thought she would have had like a caretaker or something. So the Humane Society, the director of the Humane Society said, I'm going to personally make sure that we can keep as many of these cats together as we can and that they go to the perfect homes for them. Um, and whoever takes care of the cats won't be left empty-handed. Uh, Cleopatra, Goldfinger, Leo, Midnight, Napoleon, Snowball, and Squeaky all are going to come with a budget so that you don't have to spend one penny on them for the rest of their lives. Aww. Your second random thing for today is waking up on the wrong side of the bed can make or break your day. That is according to research. Scientists found that when we start the morning already believing the day is going to be stressful, it becomes 
true. And we often wind up feeling bad all day, even if nothing bad actually happens. Plus the researchers found that our morning mindset greatly impacts things like our focus, our memory and creativity throughout the day. So instead of dreading whatever you might be dreading today, say, you know what? It's going to be a great day. It's so true. And do, am I am I alone in this feeling where you, if you wake up in a bad mood and you know it, you're aware that your entire day is going to be ruined. Yes. And then that puts you in an even worse mood because you know you're not going to be able to change. That was me like two Mondays ago and that was you like three weeks ago. Where you just wake up and, 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 and at least now I can acknowledge and say, nah, this is going to be a bad day. Yeah. I'm just, I'm in a bad mood. And I'll even, you know, pick a fight with Callie and say, I don't even know. I'm not even mad about this. I'm not even mad. I'm just mad. I'm, I'm not even mad that the, the, you, you forgot to start the dishwasher. I'm just mad. Uh, okay. And here's your third random thing. The average American checks their phone 144 times a day. Oh my God. Um, Catherine Price wrote a book called How to Break Up with Your Phone. And she has a great suggestion. So if you are in this 144 time a day club and you want to break up with your phone, try this. Write down in your own handwriting, or this is my own twist on it. If you have a kid, have them write in their handwriting, what do you really want to pay attention to? Mm-hmm. So they write that, you write that question on a piece of paper, take a picture of it and make it your lock screen. Nice. So that when you pick up, but I think you have So the guilt is just substantial. Right. Well, it reminds you that what you're probably, because I have to physically move my phone away from my computer when I'm working because it's just a habit. Mm -hmm. It, It, I sometimes I get into these habits where even when I go to gather a thought, you know, when you're writing something, or yeah. you're looking something up, or maybe even you're waiting for a website to load or whatever. It ha- you do not realize how much time you spend on your phone until you're away from your phone. And years ago, you got me in a habit of putting my phone like in my trunk when I was driving right. because you saw like a really bad accident. Oh my gosh, It I really, remember. really freaked you out. Yes. And it's weird how many times I would go and just touch my phone and then you don't notice how many times you even just touch until it. Until it's in your backseat. Until it's in your backseat and you can't. Yeah. You know when that happens um, to me is when we're driving home from school and Ellie wants to FaceTime you. Mm-hmm. I call her, you know, call you, and then I hand the phone to the back seat. And even though I can hear her FaceTiming you in the back seat, still I still mindlessly phone. put my hand on the passenger seat, like just yeah. wear my phone. It's so bizarre. Yeah. So I don't think I'm going to do the note thing. I thought the note thing was a great idea and it was shareworthy. But I have noticed that I have become, I mindlessly pick up my phone and I have become a scanner when I'm waiting, especially for audio files to load. So I'm going to start setting my phone. I'm going to put a little little table right outside the studio door at home and just put it out there so I can't see it. And I actually have to get up and walk out of a door to get to it. Those are your three random things. Thanks for listening to the Upside Pass Cast. Peace to you. Hi, this is Jessica from Ann Arbor, Michigan. I am calling to request more Ellie trips to Target recording. I feel like I need one a week to keep me happy. I love hearing how she talks and hearing her grow up. And they were fantastic. So I want to know what does she like 
to listen to, what kind of music. I would like to know what her favorite craft project is. And I'm also interested in her favorite animal. So Ellie's point of view is what I'm requesting. Have a great day. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. So excited about your baby that's on the way. Enjoy every moment. Keep us updated because we want to hear all about it. We love you guys. Hey, guys. Um, I just wanted to say don't sleep on that strawberry frosty from Wendy's. It's really good. Um, I, too, don't really care for anything strawberry other than actual strawberries, but I did reach out and try the frosty, and I was pleasantly surprised. So give it a try. You just might like it. Oh, and the cotton candy Oreos are really good, too. All right. Bye-bye. Guys, this submersible slash submarine missing is, like, the scariest thing I've heard in a long time. I cannot believe this is happening. I mean, like you guys said, you couldn't even pay me. You could not pay me a million dollars to get in that thing. No. Oh, my God. I'm just, it's giving me, like, chest pain thinking about it. I don't know. I'm, I keep praying that God saves them because what an awful way to be. And if they do survive, I'm just saying that we're going to need to give those people a lot of therapy. But, yeah, let's just pray to God that they make it back. Love you. Bye. Stop waiting. You don't need a book. You don't need a coach. You don't need a degree. You don't need a mentor. You don't need a supplement. You don't need a vacation. You don't need a backup plan. You just need to start.